My name is Hannah. I am also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. Just feel what you fucking feel. It's like peeing on something. (laughs) My womb doesn't exist. To get fucking territorial over land that we stole, like, are you kidding me? Mm. It's just ridiculous. Guys, it's our 33rd episode this Thursday. Fucking crazy. And, and uh, we are feeling less motivated than ever. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, think, I, don't, I think, I don't I'm think the rut. issue is motivation. It's like a lack of like, it's like a, I feel like my life should be happening, right? Like, I feel worthless. nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I don't <laughs> want to come off like I am worthy right now. And I don't want people to be like, I just have nothing right. to say that's of, of worth to yeah. anybody. It so feels just like. be warned and you can totally, totally skip this one. Yeah. Um, like, God, I just looked up my horoscope, though, because I know that yesterday was mm. a full moon. A and so I was moon. like, maybe there's something in the air because I was thinking you're at least you're going to pull us through this episode and be like Mm-mm. very motivated and stuff. Mm-mm. And so then I looked up the Gemini horoscope for today. It says today Bad. you might wake up feeling that you can move mountains. And this might be exactly what you're set out to do, figuratively speaking. Your physical energy, enthusiasm, and self-confidence are very high, Gemini. I, I could not... I could not relate less. It's also, just, why did they have to say figuratively to moving mountains? Right. Who's right. taking that seriously? <laughs> yeah, it says your own and others' creative projects could take up a lot of your time. As yeah, they, they do. They do. <laughs> this podcast takes up a lot of time. No, I think honestly, I think what's kind of getting us weird today is we're we're recording on a Saturday because we're we're both about to start. You're about to start school and I'm yeah. about to start full time work. And like I think we're both just like kind of freaking out about the impending doom of the rest of our lives. Yeah. And so we're having to record on a Saturday instead of a Tuesday. Do don't you feel like that you need to like plan out every, every like, aspect of every everything? Moment of every day. Yeah. I'm so stressed out right now. I think why I'm so I'm I basically I had a terrible day today. And like really for no fucking reason other than the fact that I had to spend it alone with myself, which is never good. But like, I just feel so stressed out because I feel like, what if this isn't good? Like, what if the thing I've been looking forward to, which is working in Austin, isn't good? And I've been telling everybody that everything will be better once I'm here and once I'm working and once I'm not full-time army anymore. But what if it's worse is what I'm starting to panic right. about, which is not like that's just me being negative as fuck. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of freaking out. And and it's the worst to have a bad day and not have a legitimate reason to have a bad day. Because th- yeah, then and you're I just feel... like, I'm so fucking stupid. Why am I having a bad day? Yes. Right now? And I'm feeling so freaking selfish for having a bad day. Because I'm like, Hannah, you have everything that you want and right. that you've been wishing for and manifesting and all the fucking things. Right. Like you've been dreaming of a day where you can just go to Trader Joe's on a Saturday. Yeah. And I had that day and I couldn't get out of bed for half of it. Like, right. Hannah, come on. Yeah. But I do. I am proud of myself. I did end up going to Trader Joe's and I did end up kind of like pulling myself up Did a we bit. literally have the same fucking I day? I really think we did. I and also went to Trader Joe's today. Really? And, and I it, never And it was a bad day for Joe's. you too. I mean, yeah, relatively speaking, but like there, there was no reason nothing went for wrong. it to be. Nothing went wrong. It was a fine day, but like. 
Ugh. That's why I was hoping that the moon would be having some sort of effect on us. But I guess there's some just, celestial reason. Right. Is I'm that the searching right word? Celestial? For, yeah, yeah. I'm searching for a reason why today sucked so much. Just us, I guess. And it's I just guess there us. just isn't one. Literally before the episode. Well, first of all, let me just set the scene for you. I'm trying to do some <laughs> manifestations. I literally have on a page in front of me, I am fun. People feel warm and welcome when they're around me. <laughs> My life is beautiful. I can share myself with the world and feel safe, which isn't true. It's never been true. It, it's, it's never, never been, true. been true. I would love for it to be true. And maybe that's why I'm manifesting. That's anyway. so funny. But yeah, because I hopped on the Zoom and I've been dreading this all day long, which is crazy because oh. normally this is the thing I look forward to the most. Right. I think it's just right. an off day. I and I think we're probably day. bringing down everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, because by the time Thursday rolls around, I'm probably going to be having a great day. Yeah, so. I'm going to be fucking fine. It's yeah, fine. Everything's fucking fine. Like, fuck. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. is. It can Everything can be fine and you can still have an off day. Yeah. And I think I maybe maybe it's one of those, the lesson you learn is that you just, you let yourself have a bad day. Yeah, you just you gotta just ride it with, out. You sit with those emotions and you just feel what you fucking feel. Yeah. I'm not I did, very good I at went that. and I got ice cream by myself today, Hell which yeah. I was like, you need to just do something for yourself. So I yeah. went and got ice cream. And, and I'm going to be honest, it actually made me feel a lot worse because... <laughs> Because then you're alone getting ice cream by yourself right. on a Saturday and nobody's alone by themselves getting ice cream right, on a Saturday. Right. So it feels a little, it feels more lonely, I think. And I think in adulthood too, there's this feeling that on the weekend you should be doing something with other people. So it's like anytime FOMO, I spend a weekend yeah, alone yes. in Houston, I'm like, oh my God, my life is literally meaningless. meaningless. I have no friends. I go to Dude, Austin for that's like what three it was. seconds and I'm like, holy shit, I fucking love my life like yeah, I no, love my friends I'll, I'll hang dude. out with a single mm-hmm. solitary person and be like god I'm so glad I was born but then <laughs> I spent a day alone in Houston and I'm like I hate this fucking city I don't know anyone here I'm not having a good time like we, we went to REI today that's what we did you know it's just right. it's not the life that you envision living <laughs> But it, it is life. It's a part of it. It's No, fine. I know. That's me. That was me today. Is I was like, I have nobody. I have no friends. I have. Right. Which is completely false. Yeah. And I think what it was is just, yeah, Nathan was golfing with his friends. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. It's I'm so not golfing simple. with my friends right now. Right. right. Which means I'm nothing. And then also, I think it's it's like my last weekend before the rest of my life. Yeah. And everyone says it's terrible the rest yeah. of your life when you start working. So then so you like, feel fuck. extra pressure to be fucking doing yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like, I should be having so much goddamn fun right now. Yeah. But then I like I also I kept te- like I kept checking in with myself and being like, do you want to be at a pool party right now? No. And the answer is no. No, I don't. I want to just chill. But yeah. You just we never let ourselves chill. Yeah. And then I broke a nail, and I'm so pissed the fuck Shit. off because I spent so much money on them. And you had such a cute manicure, too. Thank you. And I got a compliment on it today by the Trader Joe's woman, and God then I got it. it lodged in a piano key when I was trying to pull myself out of this deep, dark sadness <laughs> when I was trying to play the piano, and then I lodged my nail that in there. That is Satan at work. That is I think Satan. it is the devil, and the devil laughs. And the devil laughs. <laughs> 
Uh, it's only, so funny only real to ones me. will get that. Oh, only the real ones. Um, it's so funny to me, like thinking back on when I was a Christian and thinking of how many things Christians attributed the devil to. Literally. Like, I remember whenever a light would like come on or like turn on or, or like, you know, just like mm-hmm. literally random things or like your phone was dead or something. And it's like, that's the devil at work. Like, and they, it, like, so seriously, like, dead ass seriously, they would mm-hmm. be like, that is Satan. Like, <laughs> what a way to live. What well, a way to live. You know what I think is so crazy is that with how much we said that God was the all-powerful being, mm. the devil had a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if God's all great and all, like, why isn't he squashing right. the devil? He Why is the devil he, he made the running devil. around wreaking havoc? And Other than funny, to cause fear in people and make them not have sex. Like, right. what? But what's funny is no one could ever explain that to me in the church. No. and yeah, They don't have the answers. I said, if God, then why Satan? And they they don't, they said, they don't have the let's answers. not ask that. Actually. And they, yeah, not only do they don't have the answers, but they do not tolerate that question. No, that's not something <laughs> you can not ask an twice. Appropriate question. That's not something you can stand up and, and ask again later on. Yeah. No. Oh, you mean, should the we probably get into, <laughs> should we probably get into this episode? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get into it. I have so little to bring to the table girls but i'm We're so doing happy a to be random... here i really am blessed by you all so true this is the one light in my life i'm just kidding yeah. i have so many lights in my life for, <laughs> this is this is the one that's carried me through the dark this spots, is this so. is the little light of mine though this, this is, is that I, i'm gonna let mine. it shine yeah, I, will. I think we have to yeah <laughs> no um yeah we're doing one of those episodes where we both bring things to the table and then and then we uh hack it together in the uh editing room yeah so we'll see if it comes together in the end yeah we'll see we'll see do you want to go first or do you want me to yeah my first question was and i think this will just set the tone for if you guys want to turn off the episode or not (laughs) but um (laughs) out of all the the checks mix pieces in the checks mix bag Mm -hmm. is there one that you would delete Kill. Yeah. Yeah. For fuck, me, maybe fuck Mary Kill the checks. Fuck mix. Mary Kill Oh, that's mix. even better. No, that's perfect. Um fuck would definitely be just the regular old run of the mill checks. Really? Yeah. That's some vanilla sex though, because it's not like it's not gonna be anything interesting. Which there's nothing wrong with vanilla. There's absolutely nothing wrong with vanilla. And I've always yeah, we've always said that. <laughs> um so yeah, no, I do. I think I would like to fuck for vanilla, but then I would like to marry the darker checks. Oh, the rye. Oh, the, the rye the dar- checks. The the chip. Or or the darker. No, no. The darker checks. Oh, I see. So you're a checks lover. I'm a checks lover, and I love, like that love. one because it's it's super salty. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter what's underneath. Right. It's so salty. Spicy, yeah. And yeah. then the one that I would kill hands down by a landslide is that stupid little fucking breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, the breadstick, it's just like, it's It so looks like a bad. butt plug it and does. it tastes bad. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um yeah, I would go. fuck the rye chip 
It is so <laughs> sexy and it is so hard to come by. Like it is, there's not yeah. very many of them. So when I was not... little though, I hated those ride chips, really? but I kind of grew into grew them. Into it. Yeah. Maybe a sexual awakening. Awakening went with the ride chip. Right. Yeah. Cause the okay. ride chip is sexy. Like yeah. And it's so like, you don't know what you're getting. It's irregular, the shape, everything. Right. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're so hard to come by. It's so sexy. So definitely would fuck the ride chip. Um, I think I would marry the regular checks. Like that is a steady partner. Yeah. Like yeah. reliable. You know what you're getting. Always what there. a rock. Yeah. You know. I would say kill the mini breadstick, but you're already killing it. So I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill the the uh, the the pretzel with the grid. The grid. I pretzel. get that. I get because that. the the whole pretzel. At least you can stick your little tongue in there. You know. <laughs> But the grid pretzel, I would never I... put that out on a podcast. But I, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because there's it to me. There's more. There's more flavoring in the circle one. The the one the window. Yeah, the one window. The window pretzel sucks yeah. dick because it's like way too much pretzel to seasoning ratio. Yeah, and you know I what's so what's so so shocking is I had this conversation with Colton about a month ago, and yeah. I still remember it because he said. That if if he was to eat Chex Mix and delete one thing, he would delete the Chex. So it would no longer be Chex. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And his That's... favorite thing are the pretzels. Oh my Heinous. God. Heresy. See, it's like it would work out perfectly if you're going to share a bag of Chex. Right. Which I know, you, I know you wouldn't do that. Right. Oh, absolutely not. But... I still, yeah, that's just like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Did you tell him that? Maybe we are meant for each other. Oh, I absolutely did. I told him off about it. I mean. That was one of our big five fights. Big five. Big (laughs) Big five. five. Chex mix, religion. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Anyway, what um, do you have to bring to the table? If if anyone's still listening, that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I really wanted to bring to the table was that this weekend I met a two-year-old named Daryl. Mm. And he was the cutest little thing, but his name was Daryl. This relates so heavily to something I have to bring to the table. Oh my God, perfect. Because I was thinking this was going to kill the conversation. So heavily. Yeah, that was basically it. But everybody kept being like, yeah, this sucks that his name's Daryl. Because, like, anytime you call, do you for call Darryl, him Dare Bear? Dare? Literally, it's just Daryl. Like, nobody can figure <laughs> out, like, what do you call him? Like, actually, nobody could figure it out. Hey, like, Daryl. Daryl. That is so weird. Also, imagine pushing something out of your vagina that's name is Daryl. That's what I'm saying is, like, that must have been, like, that has to be meaningful to you in right. some way. It has to be your like dead grandpa's name. Like 100%. But even then it's like don't you think don't you think grandpa would be okay? Like yeah. not. Yeah. So true. Especially if grandpa's dead. Grandpa's not going to care. Grandpa has already reincarnated as something completely completely not caring yeah, about he's this. not turning over in his grave right. when you don't name your kid Daryl. How do you feel about the like naming, naming your people? child I knew, I knew after you were gonna ask that? After after your husband or after, I think it can be really beautiful. Like if it's, I actually watched a video today about like this grandfather was meeting his first grandson for the fir- or granddaughter for the first time, and they they surprised him by naming um, him his wife's 
name. So it's like grandmother's name, but she had already passed away. And so I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, that is cool. I think what's fucking weird as shit is naming your kid like six people down the line, some man's first name, like Peter the fourth. Right, right. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But how would you feel about like, like what if Nathan really wanted to name y'all's firstborn boy, Nathan? I think that's a weird issue with himself. Like, I think that's like, (laughs) I I really, I mean. You're like, I'm serious. It's a problem. I think if I decided to name the kid Nathan because I loved Nathan so much, which okay. that's the other thing is like, I love him dearly, but I'm not going to name our kid Nathan. We already have one. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's like, I don't think it's like, I think it's just like a showboat moment. Yeah. That's also setting your child up to live up to your father. Yeah. Also, how often do women do that? Never. Yeah. It's like, it's like peeing on something. He like right. pees Yeah. It's, it's a territory thing. It's, and yeah. the other weird thing is that it's the firstborn son. Like you never, ever, ever see the firstborn oh, son name yeah. something random. And then mm-hmm. the second son gets the father's name. So I feel like it automatically implies to the firstborn son that they that are more important. so powerful and so important. And like they are the bearer of the family. And it's and, so important you know, to have your own like – just experiences in the world as a child and yeah. like that's already kind of creating space and I think we're reading so much into it because I know that it like I in don't the think past, we are because been... listen listen to what I was gonna bring to the table oh, okay so one of my tables brought this up to me because I I run the cards at the table like we have a little at the table type of system mm-hmm. and I so always, they pay they pay at the table. At the table, exactly. So okay. they hand me so whenever they split a check or anything, they'll hand me three cards. And then I like to play a little game with them where I guess they love it. They eat it up. <laughs> they I guess which one of them looks like Sharon. Or I guess which one of them is Bob or, you know, Daryl mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one of my guests was bringing up to me how there was this study done where you're infinitely more trustworthy if you look like your name. And shockingly, the name that you're given as a child actually affects the shape of your face, which like scientifically. So basically there were so many studies done and like they would show people one face, four names. And randomly you would think that they would assign the name to the face 25% chance, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just mm-hmm. probability. You have a... Statistically, statistically that, would make sense. Yeah. that would make sense. But computers as well as humans can guess the name of the person 40% chance they're going to get it right. 40 Holy shit, that's actually so crazy. And then these computers... I'll link the article for you guys. It's so interesting. The computers can actually create a heat map of what someone's face would look like if they were an Emily or if they were an Anastasia. Oh my gosh. Or or for men as well. Like it is like scientifically you That's become so what your name entails. So like if your name is is something like Rose, I mean this is kind of an extreme example, but like say your name was Rose, you will be con- like you'll dress more innocently, you'll dress like more sweet. I don't know, like there's there's certain things mm-hmm. like you'll wear your hair a certain way that was like a big big factor of like how people wore their hair. Oh. Um there's like 
literal science to this. And then if you don't look like your name for some reason, there's all this, these other studies that show that you're not a trustworthy person. So that's why you're so surprised why Daryl, the two-year-old, is named Daryl. Because you're like, I don't fucking trust you, kid. You don't look like a Daryl to me, you, <laughs> you know? You don't look like a fucking Daryl. You don't look like a Daryl. So I don't that's get it. That's weird. You know? Because, like, like, in the army, you're always called your last name. Mm-hmm. And so, like, nobody looks like their last name. So I have always gone by Gus. But it's super interesting because, like, I know everybody in the army by their last names. And when I went to that training, like we met each other by our last names. And then towards the end, we would all start sharing our first names and we would play the game of like, guess my first name. And like, we always were like kind of close, yeah. but it was also just like shocking to like pair someone else's name yeah. with them. And I remember this guy told me he was, he told me his name was John and I was like, you just don't look like a John. And yeah. he was like, really? My first name is actually Sam, but I go by John, which You're is my kidding. middle name. And, I was D- like, and did he look more like a Sam? He looked more like a Sam to me. That's so it's just funny. like, it's weird because it's like, I feel that kind of feeling in your chest of like, you don't look that way. But yeah. I don't and it's know. Like, and then it what does is that mean? scientific. And, and scientifically, it's like their face doesn't match up with that name because if they, I don't know, like... If he was yeah. a Sam and he was called a Sam, let's say all growing up, and his face looks like a Sam. Interesting. I also wonder how much it has, like how much it would hold up across like cultures and, right. you know, different countries and things yeah. like that. Because like. I think they did do multiple would different tests. Would that be tests, like so stereotype? Like, te- like yeah, they cause... did the test. Basically, it would be like an American woman born in say like 1996 so they would pick four names that were popular in 1996 in America okay okay. so it was like they took out that bit of bias you know yeah maybe interesting that's so crazy yeah because I was like it's I love it I think it's hilarious that his name was Daryl yeah but like do you want it to be funny probably not right and then and then there's that, that trend on TikTok right now I don't know if you've seen it that what are you back on TikTok? I'm not I'm not on TikTok. I'm like seeing this okay. on Reels. So like this was probably okay. a trend on TikTok weeks ago and I do apologize for that. But it's like it's kind of like your alter ego by which name you are. Have you kind of mm-hmm. seen that? Oh yes. It's like this is me as yeah, my or, Instagram handle. This is me as Exactly, like, exactly. I've been wanting to do that one because I would love to show like because I, I would go by Gustafson and then I'm always Oh, in the army so uniform, true in the army. Yeah. 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 I've seen those. That's that really would be cool. good. But then there's another one too that's going around that's that's kind of exactly relating to that one, but it's like the name your parents almost named you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. What did, did your parents almost name you something? No, my name actually was always going to be Hannah. Really? And it was based off of my mom's best friend who passed away in college. I she always wanted that. to name her or first daughter Hannah. Yeah, so my mom named me Hannah after. That is so sweet. It's a very beautiful name. Like, I, I appreciate that name so much because of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's gorgeous, yeah. I was almost named Emma, like, to the point that we went – my parents were in the hospital. Like they were waiting for me to be born, I guess. My mom really wanted to name me Emma and she felt that I was an Emma, which I feel like really? more credits to her because she was the one literally carrying me. So I feel like you could yeah. feel if you're carrying an, an Emma, Emma more than a Hannah. But yeah. my dad really wanted to name me Hannah and he taught my my older brother who was like, I don't know, almost two at the time to say Hannah and to say hi, Hannah. And so whenever he came into the 
delivery room to meet me for the first time, he said, hi, Hannah. And then oh my basically they had to name me Hannah because like he said it. And That's my dad kind of taught him how to say it. As so fuck. kind of manipulative. Kind oh, of fucking manipulative. A little bit of a trend but there. I don't know. I could also, I don't know if it's the shirt you're wearing right now, but I could see you as an Emma. I can see me as an Emma. I could 100%. see you as an Emma. 100%. But I'm glad you're not an Emma. Yeah. And this is super, I'm actually, I don't think I should say that. Why? I just feel like Emmas are fucking annoying. <laughs> Well, I'm fucking annoying sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I'm saying I don't want you to be an Emma because yeah. Hannah. Also, like, how much hatred could I have towards another Hannah when I'm named Hannah? Right, exactly. And I always say anytime I meet another Hannah, which honestly is pretty often because there's a lot of Hannahs out there, I always I don't say meet that many. Really, I meet so many. I at one point mm-hmm. I at my job I was working with like five different Hannahs, but I, I always say whenever I meet them, I'm like I've never met a bad Hannah. And True. I don't think I have, which maybe it's like, maybe it's a personal bias that your own it name is Hannah, is. or maybe it's the genetic shape of your face that has modified because your parents named you that, and then you assume the, the physical characteristics of that name. Of a Hannah. Which is like Weird. fucking scientific or fucking something. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. I can't believe you brought up the reels thing because that's my second thing. Really? Is Look at us just fucking relating and we syncing. Are, it's, I think I we're think, super in sync I think today. When, I, when I get my next period, I think it might be when you get yours. I'm on my period right now, so I think you're wrong. I have not bled a drop since getting the IUD. I'm like scared that my womb doesn't exist. I'm scared that, that, that yeah, I'm scared too. I have not, and like every single reddit post every single thing that i've read is like you bleed it's a period for like a month i have not bled a drop girls not one okay but i will say whenever i was on the pill it would take forever for me to get my period back because you still have that estrogen in your system for the next three months right so it's it's like i think yeah it's probably that. And I don't think it's going to just explode on you. Right. Because there's nothing to shed right now. Like my, there is right. no uterine lining. So yeah. I guess it makes sense. It does. But, but it is scary hearing that from other yeah, people. Scared that for the moment. But, but say what you were going to say. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say that I, yeah, I deleted TikTok. I've stayed off of it. I've been, I can't get rid of the itch. I haven't had it for really? three months and I cannot get rid it's of the It's because itch to everything's want to get it. itching it just a little bit now. Like Reels yeah. is giving you a little bit and, and YouTube shorts, like everything has yeah. a but TikTok then, But that's what I was going to say thing. is like now I go on Reels, but I feel like I might as well have fucking tiktok because instagram reels yes i watch them less yeah than i did tiktok but they're, but they're so uninspiring stupid yeah they're like, so uninspiring i will sit there for fucking an hour watching mm-hmm. garbage garbage absolute garbage garbage and like on tiktok honestly like i saw a lot of stuff that either really inspired me made me want to be more creative yeah made me absolutely hate my body to the point that I thought I was worthless. Right. So like that was not good. Yeah, there there was the the positives were so positive and the negatives, and the negatives were, so, were negative. so negative. And we I I saw this video the other day of a song that's gone really viral which you've you told me about too yeah. that it, it's on TikTok and it was like so beautiful and I loved hearing the music, but I just like that's the stuff that I miss about TikTok. Yeah. is like the yeah. beautiful little songs or the like oh I created like DIY stuff I'm so with you I'm so with you 
And I don't know. I don't I'm know how sca- to reconcile I'm almost with scared it. to like re-download it because I'm like scared of the negative implications. But like, yeah, and oh, like it's I'm so curious tempting. to see because I've I deleted it like through school. It was good for me to have it deleted because I yeah. needed to be so productive so constantly. Right. And it's like a time I really, eater. yeah, yeah. Like so, I would delete it so that I could like do homework until mm-hmm. fucking. 11 p.m. at night and now starting work I better not be doing shit after 5 p.m. if I set up the boundaries so correctly so I'm like is it that bad for me to have I, I do think it would be actually really bad because I really do feel like I like my myself more yeah. without TikTok I 100% know what you mean though how it was so inspiring like it was the good parts yeah. about it genuinely it inspired me to like make art and like yes it it awoke like feelings in me of like not feeling alone because so many other people on TikTok were so vulnerable to share their own life experiences Mm -hmm. and like that they were so similar to mine and I just related so much and like sending TikToks back and forth I don't know I do definitely miss that aspect of it but on on the reels I just sent Hannah this reel reels are revolting you guys they're so they're so revolting I just sent her this reel. It was like at a fucking wedding or something. And oh, they're, yeah. they're called these smash teenies. So you take a, it's this reel. They take a margarita glass and they put mashed potatoes in it. And then it's a mashed potato topping bar in a martini glass. It's like for glass. weddings. That's disgusting. And so I sent it to her. I'm like, this is absolutely unacceptable. And she was like, Hannah, you want a hot dog cart at your wedding? And I was like, fair <laughs> Which enough. Which was a t- it was a total joke because fair I think a hot enough. dog cart would be baller. Yeah. But no, I it is, it's like every time I send you a reel, like I have like shame. Like I'm embarrassed. I'm like, yeah. why am I even sending right. reels right now? Right. Like that sucks. But okay, reels are just very millennial like everything so on there it's like you millennial. see a lot of like heartwarming shit that's like fucking stupid also my for me I'm what is a your lot of reels like, like what is your for you page reels okay it's a lot of animals okay and then I see like a lot of heartwarming stuff like I saw this like boy getting his first puppy the other day bald my eyes out okay, then I went and showed fair. Nathan bald my eyes out again fair. um mine is strictly toddler moms that's what? it that is literally it. I think it's because I find toddlers so revolting that I'll <laughs> keep watching. But it's like how to make snacks that your toddler will fucking eat. And what? like and the 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 one that I saw the other day, I think I sent you this one too. It was called a dump dinner. Basically, they put mm, a mm-hmm. a reu- or not a reusable, uh, a one-time use tablecloth down on their dining room table. They make a giant pot of spaghetti and she literally dumps it from the pot onto the table. No plates, no forks, and the kids no spoon. all go in with their all hands. All of the kids go in with their hands. They're fucking Disgusting. rubbing this shit all over their face. And then at the end, she just picks up the tablecloth with all the leftover spaghetti and throws it away. I was like, I am never having a child. 
I'm not doing it. You couldn't pay me enough. You couldn't pay me enough. Like, oh my God. And all the comments on the video were like, genius. I can't believe I never (laughs) thought of this. Like, love. Thank you for sharing. Hashtag mom win. Yes, literally, literally. And I was like, what am I doing on this app? What am I doing right now? I know. And I actually, because I don't like spending, I are we, I think we're talking so much about reels and nobody's going to get it. It's okay. <laughs> We're just that's sorry, that's another guys. fear about TikTok. It's the it's the weekend FOMO thing. It's like everyone it is. else is on TikTok and I know it. So should I be and too? like we're like definitely behind on some shit. Oh like yeah. I don't know what. Oh yeah. But and maybe that's good. Like maybe ignorance is bliss. I will say I was also charged the fuck up politically on TikTok. Oh, like yeah. To the point that it was so toxic Bad. for me because, like, I couldn't think about anything and other than, And it's so than, polarizing, like, too. Like, it's so, so polarizing. polarizing. And, like, now I just feel like I'm just a nicer person outside of it. Yeah. But I also feel uneducated. So now I'm like, but also should I be getting educated on TikTok? Mm-hmm. No. True. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, there's a lot to work through here. There's a lot to unpack. What I was going to say is you, you brought up another one of my things. It's the creativity thing. Oh, my God. Shoot. And... Because I was, I was listening back to some of our old episodes, and I was listening back to our first one, which cringe, like, we were not very good at this. And the editing was so, it was, like, so Please. different. But it's really beautiful to look back on because one of the things that we, like, really talked about was how we, like, both feel so unbelievably uncreative and, like... Yeah. We don't do things for ourselves just to do things for ourselves. And I have never felt more creative. So like, true. In these last few weeks, like I am always doing something creative. And that is like fucking amazing. Yeah. And like we share our own stuff with each other all the time. The Instagram is so much fun to do. Yeah. Like just everything is like so creative. And I never expected it to go in this route creativity yeah. wise. And then we also talked a lot about how like being women has been like low-key kind of embarrassing. Like we yeah. kind of want to reclaim that. And I feel like we've kind of done that too. I We're agree. like, I'm not humiliated to just exist. Yeah. So I think it's been good, but I just thought about that. Oh, I was that's like, so cool. I need to listen back on those things. I can't remember. listen back. That's fine. I'll just But I'm, I'm glad that you can. I, I'm so afraid that like, I guess I'm afraid of my own self because I feel like mm-hmm. I have changed so much like episode to episode yeah same and I feel like people don't because people don't see my whole life they don't understand who I I don't know like you know if you just get a little snippet it's like oh are you not like sober Hannah anymore are you not like oh no yeah I don't know I I totally get that but yeah no I for me I'm like the whole because you used to always say to me like no one's ever gonna fully understand you yeah and so I feel like I've like I've like because of you saying that all let the time go. like I've let go of it because yeah. I'm just like you will not fully understand yeah. me I'll do my best to explain myself yeah but and also, I think like, I've let go of it for the most part too except for when people in my life who like know me fairly well are like like will say something about it like my mom a couple weeks ago was like I'm so confused I thought you were sober and I just like having to explain it and I was like I don't know you know, it's just like whenever you have to explain well, you have yourself, to and you, know, you have to qualify so yeah. yourself and like the whole thing. And it's like, I mean, I share a lot on the podcast, which she doesn't listen to all of them. But then it's like, it's the podcast is just like an eighth of my life. That's not even yeah. the, the surface. So of course, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get that. I only listen back when someone says they've started listening to my podcast and then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what are they <laughs> experiencing ever said right now? Super, <laughs> literally, I'll like go back and I'll be like, yeah. if I was this person, what would I think? Right. Which is super toxic. It's so bad. But, but that's what like, like if someone likes my Instagram photo and I'll go and look at my Instagram photo and pretend that I'm them. <laughs> To, yep. <laughs> to interpret it the way that they would interpret it. That's so toxic. Exactly. Like we as humans were not biologically created to comprehend that kind of, you know, yeah. that's not to, natural. To like, see ourselves from the outside. Disgusting. And to it's know disgusting. so what so many people think of you and to envision oh, the worst that they would think of you. Yeah. Not good. Not, not good. good. Yuck. Okay, you go. I, I think I've Okay, said another thing I'd like to bring up is gua sha. Girls, <gasps> what are we doing there? I, it works. Really? Be careful with this one because <laughs> this one is like old Chinese medicine. <laughs> like, be careful. <laughs> okay, fair. I think, I think what I'm speaking more of is I sent Hannah this, God fucking damn it, a reel. I sent her a reel, okay? <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I saw a reel, and there was this woman who was putting this pinpointed, it wasn't exactly gua sha, but it was like this pinpointed vibrating machine that she was pointing at it like right by her nose and then like, right by her eye and she was like this releases the tension in your face and will prevent wrinkles and like okay that's not gua sha yeah i know i know but but i still am like i don't know i i get how it would would physically drain your lymph nodes but for women to preach about this as like a a near plastic surgery fix to look girls you look fine you look so well, good. I think you look so good. I think it's not just about looking good, though. Really? I think it's like culturally, like it's a health. Because that's why they get. Because I've I've seen it's a health thing too. Because okay, it's like maybe I'm in the wrong. You're draining lymph nodes, like because you know how they also do like the stuff with like your feet, where they're like you get the toxins out of your feet, and like okay. that's been something in Chinese culture. Okay. I think. I, oh my god, I don't know. 100%. <laughs> But, like, I just know that, like, gua sha has been, like, literally going on for, like, hundreds and hundreds okay. of years. And they use, like, this specific jade and all this stuff. Okay, so this is new to me. This is new but to me. But then we have, like, white people coming in who are, like, getting these $2 fucking gua sha, like, tools that are, yeah. like, from fucking H&M. And, like, that, I think, is, like, really, I think it's So more really or less unethical. appropriation, then. It's super appropriation okay. because they're they're I mean you can do gua sha if you're not Chinese but you have to like you should probably buy it from someone who is Chinese and who's creating right. the gua sha tools because right. there's also and this learning whole thing from of like, the people who've been doing gua sha for hundreds of years yes yeah and there's also the whole thing of like the gua sha tool like if you don't get real jade it's like porous and what? then it gets all that grossness in there and then it like you put it on your face and it's like really bad but yeah, it's like it actually drains the lymph nodes and like you can do it when you're sick. And I've done this before where if you if you're really sick and your nose is super stuffed, yeah. you can literally by pushing on your face, drain it out of your body. Really? It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. You feel it go down your throat. Wow. So I think what's happened is a bunch of fucking white people have made it about plastic surgery. Okay, yeah. But there's a yeah. lot more but to it. But it's like a health 
thing. It's a health thing. It is also to like sculpt medicine. your face and it works if you yeah. do it consistently. But, but yeah. Do you think it really works if you do it consist because it's not are, permanent? But so, it, I mean, what yes, it's if as if you're do it draining every day, it's gonna look drained every day, I guess. But it's not like a permanent thing, right? I don't know. I think maybe it is. Like if it's like you're constantly pushing your body in a certain way. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I guess also I don't know that, either. Like, so I'm open. But then there's like the electro. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah. The ones with the metal balls and they're electric and they like shock you yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My mom has one of those. And I've used it before, and it shocks the shit out of your face. And it I think shocks it shocks you? Like, it's these little, little shocks, but if you turn it up all the way, it hurts like a Girls, bitch. Girls, what are we doing? I know. What are we doing? You look fine. I know. You look good. You look good. I promise you, girls. You look good. You look good. You look tight. <laughs> Also, I don't even think it fucking matters if your face is saggy. It show like I've always thought that like right. if you have all these like little wrinkles on your face, like it shows that you're an expressive person. Yeah. And I'm an expressive person. Oh like, yeah. This I'm gonna be fucked for wrinkles right. in like actually two or three years. Excited. Probably. I'm already fucked for wrinkles. Yeah, but it just shows that we're but expressive also, like, people so, who smile. So many a lot. members of my family have so many wrinkles. I think because a lot of them are from California, mm-hmm. so they've like been in the sun their whole lives. Also mm-hmm. a lot of them mm-hmm. don't believe in sunscreen, so that's definitely mm-hmm. an issue. Mm-hmm. Or part of it, I should say. But I think it's so beautiful. I love like yeah. I don't mind I don't mind the wrinkles at all. I think it's Yeah. I love it. It looks great. Yeah. And as soon as we start hating ourselves for smiling, right. we're fucked. Right. Anyways, gua sha is TBD, but I think it's just, maybe it's gone a little too far because I feel like the Instagram preaching about it and like showing girls how to make their face look skinnier by doing this like 45 minute morning routine with a rock is just, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's also to improve circulation. Okay. It yeah, because it's what it is is it's supposed to help better health and chronic pain. Okay. And like that's what it's been used for. But then all these fucking right we've, people have we've made it about being skinny. Westernly, and and, we've appropriated yeah. in a way where it's like let's look more skinny. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. So issues yep. there on my part and on others. Well, it's good we'll we talked revisit. about it because now, now we're getting educated and yes. look at all this stuff that so it helps true, with so true. a lot. And I'm gonna look into it more. I think maybe we'll 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 put together a little PowerPoint, uh, little a little gua sha PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah. maybe something yep. a little yep. more interesting. Um, on to you, girl. Get? On to me. Um, something I super want to talk about is bottle service. Okay. And Me and Hannah and a few of our friends and stuff went out a few weekends ago and we went to... It was mostly men. I I don't think you should say a a few of of our friends. I think it was was you, me, one other wonderful lady, and all men. 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 Men, men, men. Men, 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 Um, men, men. men. Nothing wrong with it. Just a lot of men. And that doesn't really... Yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with it. But it basically went out in Austin. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to bring you down. (laughs) You're right. Actually, that's not You're the like, story. Yeah, fuck me up. <laughs> no, it was. I, I implied that there were more women than there were men. Right, right. Anyway, you say a few friends, and I feel like they think it's like the girls' girls' night out. Oh you know, yeah, no, it we was, don't. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was mostly men. If anybody <laughs> wants to go out, like, please hit us please, up. Please, please. We're looking at 
mostly men yeah. over here. Yeah. Anyways, so we went out and like Austin is very much changing. It's, you know, coming into that tech boy reality. I would say and like growing, you know, but in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm always very tentative to say that growth is a terrible thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like the whole like fuck Californians, like go elsewhere. It's like, too it's, far. To me, I take it as a fucking compliment that like Austin is such an amazing place that people want to come move here. That's a good and perspective. I don't think like it to get fucking territorial over land that we stole. Like, are you kidding me? Mm. It's just ridiculous. Fair. Anyways. I think Austin's a really great place to live and I don't mind sharing it. What is interesting is that the nightlife has gone from being a really cool, keep Austin weird, like gay clubs, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. to like, now we're kind of getting these like crazy Miami clubs coming in. Yeah, it's very And that's been really interesting seeing those types of clubs. And so we went to this club called, what is it called? Mayfield? Mayfair? Mayfair, Maybe, something like that. Something like that. But it's like super Miami, super Las Vegas. Like you just like sit at all these tables and there's like really not really a place to dance, but you stand at your tables and dance. And, yeah. there's like a- and if you have a table, you're spending thousands. Like thousands, yeah. And thousands of dollars. And so it feels like, it already is like, okay, this is kind of weird. But then you, you like watching the people get bottle service and like, the actual bottle service takes maybe what a minute yeah for them to take out they have like sparklers and all this shit and it's so fucking weird to me and just like the biggest waste of money ever yeah. and like one bottle of like little little vodka is like 300 plus dollars like tito's y'all tito's is 350 dollars isn't it which is it's like, like what 50 dollars just regular oh i think bottle? it's like i think it's like 40, 39 yeah literally and then you're paying you're paying for this little bottle you're paying 350 dollars or more and then you're having to just drink straight vodka literally they don't bring you mixers or anything or if they do bring and you mixers it's like cranberry juice and orange juice and that's it yeah which like who yeah. wants to that's I not you're not even getting like a ranch water at that point exactly and so I just feel like I witnessed a lot of that this weekend or the last time we went yeah. out and it was so weird, and it's always these the same type of men mm-hmm. that are hanging out with these really, really, really young women, and the men are, like, old and don't know how to dance, and then they order bottle service, and they smile, and it's so fucking weird, and it just, yeah. like... And the girls just are just never standing there, like, that holding money. the sparklers for, like, the duration of their little song... And then they just, yeah. the sparklers go out and then they just leave. And they're immediately leave. They're dressed to the nines in like the, I mean, I don't Cocktail know. Cocktail dresses. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not anything that I wouldn't expect of our modern day culture. And like, <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. it's not shocking to me, but it yeah. is something that I feel like we should be like, let's take a step back and actually examine what's happening here. Like, let's think critically. I think that's what it is you for know? me. Because it's like is this happens it's... all the time, but like, is anyone realizing how fucked this is? You know? Yeah. Or just like, I think for me is I'm just like, because the only reason, the literal only reason that you would do this is for attention. Like, I, don't, I think objectively, like you can't, deny that the only reason that you would pay $350 for the smallest bottle of vodka 
is for everyone in the bar or the club to look at you yeah. and to think that you're rich or famous so or true. purposeful or cool. Yeah. And then to me as like someone who is attracted to men, the ugliest thing you could do is order bottle service. Yeah. So then I'm just like wondering like what the allure is. Right. And like, I don't know. It's just like the biggest turnoff for me is cockiness. Like I've always, mm-hmm. I've always said that. I think I've said that on here. Just, that's just like disgusting to yeah. me is like to be cocky and to order bottle service is like the highest yeah. cockiness, I think. I don't know. I it's also just, feel like there's that aspect of like, I would not be attracted to a man who does not, who feels that certain people should serve him or I, I don't know, not that. I don't know, but like there's, there's a certain aspect of like these women are coming with the bottles and doing the service and you're looking at them as objects that are delivering something that you paid for. And like, I don't know. I mean, I was talking to Colton about it that night and he was like, I would never do that because I wouldn't want the girls to like feel like I wouldn't ever do that. Yeah. And also one of, that's what Colton was saying. It's like one of the guys up there was like touching his dick every time. Yeah. uh, the women would come around with He's the bottle like service. And it's adjusting his like, junk. Like, it's just like, ew. Like, just ew. Yeah, it's and just I don't, ew. I don't know. Like, I don't think there's any... I don't know. But you're right. It's just like the cultural fucking... Do you I think you could feel like ethical going to a strip club? Now I don't know. Because it's the whole thing of like... Because also like sex work Women empowerment work. and like sex work like... I don't know. If they support... Like, if they support it for themselves. Right. And like, I, I just... Honestly, I just don't know because I've heard both sides of it and I just, yeah. I literally do not know. Like that pornography is like empowering, really toxic to like raising horrible. men and creating a really horrible environment. But also I've heard that it's really empowering to be a, a porn star and like women taking over the work of sex right. work is like empowering in the sense that and they making money from it and are see, making money. I, I mean, I'm just I a fucking waitress, but here's my take on it is what I think. I think Mm -hmm. people treat me as an object every day and I realize that that's what my job is and I'm the little show monkey. But when I get paid for what I do, I feel that it is worth it. And it doesn't happen a lot. But if I get a 25% tip and you're decent to me and kind to me and look me in the eyes and treat me like a person and don't Mm -hmm. ignore me when I come to your table... Like, I feel that that was an equal exchange of business. Exchange. And I yeah. feel like the same way if you go to a strip club or if you go get bottle service and you're you treat them you're with respect. looking them in the eye and treating them with respect. And you're paying them really well for their And paying them what service. they're worth yeah. and paying them for their service and for them to be this sex object mm-hmm. for you. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay a lot for that. But if you yeah. do pay them and they feel that it's an equal exchange, then I don't have an ethical dilemma there, you know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that most I people think what do it is, is just pay them. At the end of the day, it, it comes down to the terms of the person who's like in that position. Yeah. Like if you are working in sex work, I'm going to listen to the people who are working in sex yeah. work. I'm oh, not going to speak necessarily yeah. on my own experience, not ever being a sex worker, yeah. you know? So, so I, I mean, maybe we, maybe we interview a bottle girl and see if, yeah, see what it's like from that perspective. Well, I don't think anything comes down to the bottle girl being 
like she can do whatever the fuck she wants and I think she's good she's I'm yeah no I'm I hope it doesn't come off that way I'm saying that it's just weird the idea to spend $350 on a little bottle of something to show off that you have money because I don't think it has as much to do with the girls as it does to show off that you're gonna have eight Mm -hmm. girls come around you and the show and the whole thing because what they want what they want and honestly it's a little homoerotic I feel but what they want is for other men to look at them (laughs) and at their table and to think how rich and wanted is this man how rich and how wanted is this man Mm mm-hmm and you that's mean, yeah. that's the that's the real ethical dilemma because that is happening at the expense of women being objectified and not paid what they're worth. So, mm. probably period. Period. Got deep there. We did. Speaking of depth, do mm. you think all people have the same depth? I was about to say no right off the bat, but I think yes. I just think some people don't open up. Or have never learned to open up. Because like, what is depth from? You know what I mean? Because I feel like not everyone has experienced the same level of trauma. And maybe trauma is what gives you perspective and depth. But it also gives you pain and a limited ability to like work with your life. I don't know. Like I feel like it's it's something that incapacitates your ability to like do yeah to live in a in a certain sense yeah and and like relatability to other people I think kind of has an aspect with depth but also I'm like I feel like I've gained depth in my not just like education in general I wouldn't say that like going to university is what's given me depth I think it's more that I would my major showed me in so many perspectives on life mm-hmm. that I did not know before and I did not ever like navigate before. Yeah. And so I think for me, like perspective has given me so much more depth. And so I wonder how much like that would help. And I think that's kind of what trauma gives you is is perspective on how bad things can be or how good things can be. Yeah, yeah I guess I, there's definitely people that I meet and I'm like, God damn, we do not connect. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's because they're putting up a wall and they're not sharing things. I also think that there's a level of depth that you can have without trauma of just like feelings or right. like, I don't know. Like, is that something that know. we're born with? Because I feel like there are. The human experience. Yeah, okay. The does this experience. sound bad? If I say that I feel like there are people in life that are like NPCs. Like they're. What is NPC? It's like, it's like non-player character. Like they're not. They're just there. No, like in my life, which, no, which maybe want, that's like a, a I am the main character perspective of like, I am the only thing that matters. That like, maybe that's fucking so narcissistic that I would look at some people and be like, you don't matter in the grand scheme of my life. What When I think about that, the reason that I wouldn't say that is because it's like, are they less characters because they can't connect with you on a depth level like that's what I like don't right like I just mean like there's certain people in my life that I can 
that understand that want to talk about the things but i think it's it's just it. a narcissistic view though because the things that are deep mm-hmm. to me maybe are not deep to other people and maybe they have their own things in their own life that are deep to them that i don't care to fucking talk about you know yeah well i also i think about like the person that nathan is with me compared to the person that nathan is with other people and like i feel like i have a level of like just like this richness and depth mm-hmm. like from him that maybe the average person would never see in him. I think it has so much to do with like how much you're willing to give to Mm -hmm. other people. And I think that's also a vulnerability thing of like, you're not going to be vulnerable with everybody and you probably shouldn't be vulnerable with everybody. I don't know. So true. But it is like, I have like, I, I'm very, I feel like I'm very vulnerable up front and like, I'll tell you exactly how I'm feeling, even if I don't know you that well. And it's good, I think, because it immediately makes me realize the type of people I fuck with and the type yeah. of people I don't. But do you, th- but do you feel like the time- people that you don't fuck with, though, don't have the same depth as you? Or do you feel like you don't fuck with them for other reasons? I would say probably depth is on the surface of it. Yeah. But I don't think that's probably the most truthful like analysis of it. It's probably that they don't feel comfortable sharing with me. Because it's like whenever people have, say, like different political views or different like views and values to you that are really important, do you feel like you Mm. write it off as like they don't understand the world as much as I do? Because that's how I feel about, I guess, my definition of depth would be is that I understand the world more or I understand the world deeply because I've been through so much and I've seen so much. But then it's like, what about people who haven't seen so much and been through so much? I guess I would say it, yeah, because it's like it depends. Because it's like, I also think that I find myself getting pissed off when someone doesn't have the same amount of trauma as me. Mm -hmm. But then I think... I would feel very invalidated if somebody with more trauma said that about me. Mm. So like, that's not fair. And then I also think, do I want everybody in this world to have trauma? No. That's not fair. I want to raise my kids with less trauma. Does that mean that they're less important than me? Like, Mm. so it's like, it's just super complicated to like put it on a trauma scale. But I do think like when it comes to like politics and stuff like that, if there is a level like within them and I'm talking to them and if there's a level of not valuing human beings in a certain way, that's where, like that's what I pulled from my trauma was valuing people in a different way, no matter how much money they have, no matter, Mm -hmm. you know, what they've been through or the situations that they've been in. Like that's, I think what I've pulled from my trauma. I don't necessarily think you have to have trauma for you to pull that from the situation, but like if I see that in somebody and we're talking and they just like do not value life the same way that I do, then I'm like, all right, you lack a level of just empathy or understanding about the world. Yeah. And like maybe everyone has a different quote unquote depth by my own definition, but I think mm-hmm. everyone is of equal like importance is not the right word, but like I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, because that's what that's I think like what it is, is that it's like trauma got me to my empathy point. Mm -hmm. If there is something else like parenting or education or something that can get somebody else to their empathy point, then I think we're moving in the right direction. Do you think it can? 
I think it can. Because, yeah. like, I, I think some of my empathy came from my education and that came from privilege and that came from the ability mm-hmm. to go to a university that was very expensive. Yeah. You know, so like that in itself got me to a more empathetic, more, I guess, more depth. Mm-hmm. But I think that my trauma also got me to another point of depth. Yeah. And I think that everyone will experience trauma, obviously on different levels. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you're in a home where your trauma is like dealt with and where you're safe and cared for, you still gain that depth from the trauma that you experience, but you're able to deal with it in a safe way. Whereas I feel like the mm-hmm. trauma that maybe we experienced in our childhood was just straight up, like we didn't need the trauma with no aftercare to have the depth yeah. that we have today. We yeah. could have had trauma and it been or dealt with. Or to experience like having access to other people who went through right, trauma right. and supporting them. Yeah. Or like, I think Nathan has gained depth through learning my experiences in the army. Yeah. Or And he has gained empathy for women seeing your experiences yes. as a woman. So I think it does... Yes like transfer i think you can have depth that transfers by knowing other people i totally agree but i think it's also it's just the word depth is what's hard Mm. is because it's like it's not something that you can quantify Mm. yeah i don't know and then it's like is depth what we're seeking because what if someone's living a blissfully surface level life is that innately wrong are they innately less important yeah like maybe it's fucking fine also like should you be like yeah not being able to have a super in-depth political conversation about the state of the world doesn't make you a better person yeah maybe it doesn't make you a better person to have more trauma and have more depth i don't know it's something to think about girls something something to to think about sleeping tonight (laughs) well what what a wonderful turnout this episode ended up being ladies so my energy i would say nearly a 180 i'm feeling so much better than when we started and that just goes to show you that sometimes you just need a human connection with one other (laughs) sister in this world maybe that's me today maybe it's hannah maybe and maybe that's a skinny margarita maybe it's a skinny margarita you just just turn on the pod see a friend Mm -hmm. Turn your day mm-hmm. around. It's going to be a good Thursday, okay? And you can turn your day around at, at any time. 4 p.m. in the afternoon. That's All fine. you have to do is shower and change your clothes and brush your teeth again. Mm-hmm. And your day starts over. And your day starts over. Well, we love you gals. Well, peace be with you. <laughs> See you next week. Yes. <laughs> that should be our ending. Peace be with you.